Welcome to the first episode of Trinity University's Learning Together podcast series. I'm Nathan Cohn, class of 1995, your host. I work at the public radio station in San Antonio, where we sometimes characterize what NPR does as the nation's biggest continuing education course. That's why I'm excited to be introducing this series here. The series will feature faculty, alumni, and other distinguished guests who have established themselves as experts in their fields. As part of the university's lifelong learning initiative, designed especially for alumni, this podcast series will include discussions and presentations on a variety of subjects designed to replicate just a little bit of what it's like for the first years at Trinity. Listening to this is going to be kind of like auditing a really interesting class at Trinity, so it's a way to relive some of your Trinity experience and learn more about what's happening these days. Today, you're going to be a part of the Trinity First Year Experience course called Climate Change, taught by geosciences professor Ben Surplus and English professor Kelly Carlisle. Dr. Surplus and Carlisle will share their experiences in teaching this course from a team teaching format to explore complex issues from Trinity's unique interdisciplinary approach. Well, hi, Ben. Hey, Kelly. Kelly, do you want to go ahead and tell the audience where we're going? Sure. First, we're going to just tell you a little bit more about the first year experience course, why they're impactful experience for our students, and maybe a little bit about climate change. We're going to go ahead and give you a brief introduction of the content of the course, some history of why we moved to the FYE as opposed to our original system of writing workshop and first year experience, which some of you may be more familiar with. And then we're going to talk about what we do in our class and then what we hope our students take away from this really sort of impactful and life-changing experience of this first year experience. So climate change uh, really came about, this is the third year that we're teaching it to first year students. And we come from different disciplines. So uh, Kelly is from English. I'm from geosciences. We have six total professors that are involved in the course, including those from biology, those from art. Uh, we've had English. And am I missing somebody? I think I hit just about Hist everybody. History? History, you, that's yeah. right. And we also have historian involved. Uh, and so we're looking at a single concept, in this case, climate change and looking at it from an interdisciplinary approach. Uh, so we think, learn, and write about climate change in different ways. And so we apply all of these different perspectives, uh, whether it be the cultural perspective, the scientific perspective, uh, from an artistic perspective, and importantly, from somebody who's a politician, has to think about the impacts of change like this um, on the scale of the globe. And we also obviously have to think about the impact of all of this on the average person. I think one of the things that's so cool about this course too, when you were talking about policy and, and the idea of mitigating the effects of this severe change is one of the um, pro projects that we give our students is to actually sort of come up with ideas for solutions or to come up with kind of, um, you know, either a policy change or an idea or look at a particular issue that, that we could change now that would, would mitigate some of this impact. And I think that's so interesting because it's actually sort of real applying in the real world and they're, they're real, you know, really intellectually engaging with this subject to sort of come up with something that they're interested in and, and coming up with a solution for it. And I think something else that's kind of fun about the way that we approach climate change uh, the first year experience is we draw from all of these different disciplines. So we have them read novels, essays, uh, they read some science, they learn about peer review and the way that science is done. 
And they have to look at all of the things that they read from um, a critical standpoint as well. While they're doing all this, um, we are bringing our personal perspectives to uh, what they are creating. And so I think that we are able to provide them feedback that makes them stronger writers and thinkers along the way. Yes, definitely stronger writers and thinkers and also just um, helping them to sort of engage with a conversation about climate change with with an open mind and a knowledge of the basic science behind it and a, a critical eye to really being able to select accurate and um, important information, critical information to, that they can make up their own minds and come to their own conclusions and, um, you know, come up to the, with their own solutions to, to this problem. So at this point, uh, we, Kelly and I talked about this and we thought that giving our audience a little bit of a perspective, our personal perspectives on why we are so excited about teaching and engaging in this topic. Um, Kelly, do you want to go ahead and Oh yeah, I can talk about that a little bit. So I teach writing, so I'm always excited to teach in a first year course where writing is emphasized. It's kind of part of my job. Like one of my jobs is to always teach a first year writing class every year. Um, but actually I kind of love it. It's so exciting to see our first years um, learn how to do that and learn how to think and write and express themselves. But I picked this particular course because I wanted to learn more about this topic. You know, I drive an electric car, Ben. I landscape with native plants, I recycle. I'm concerned about climate change, but I know like zero about the science that explains the processes behind it. Um, and I haven't even read a lot of poetry or fiction or seen a lot of art that addresses climate change. And so I wanted to take this course to be able to experience all that alongside my students. I found that my most successful courses as a teacher are those in which in some sense I'm learning alongside my students. And so I'm really excited about the energy that that comes from learning while you're teaching. And so I know a lot about writing, but I didn't know a lot about climate science and climate change. And so it's, it's been an amazing experience learning that um, alongside my students. Yeah, from my perspective, I'm a geoscientist and I'm not a climate scientist, I'll point that out, but I know how to read the science that's out there. Um, and I think what's so difficult about approaching climate change is just the sheer scale and the abstract nature of that change. Um, you know, so many times you'll hear people, you know, talking about a freak snowstorm in a month when it shouldn't be snowing or or on in some cases, people will say, well, that hurricane happened because of climate change. Um, in both cases, as a scientist, I would say, well, you know, over the last 30 years, have you been able to actually document a change that would suggest that you are correct? Uh, so what's probably most important to me and the reason that I really jumped into this FYE and I'm so excited about it is that um, in many cases, having scientists spewing facts and, and data and analysis and interpretations and hypotheses uh, at you, whenever you listen to a scientist doing that, a lot of times people tend to tune out. And what I think is so important in this FYE is that because we have so many dis different perspectives, we learn about how different disciplines communicate. And so in many cases, the most powerful uh, images, let's say, are not the graphs that are produced. But for instance, there is a classic Time magazine cover with a polar bear on a little tiny floating <laughs> We've iceberg. We've all seen it. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that polar bear, you know, is still, when people think about climate change, they think about polar bears. 
polar bears are vicious animals you don't want to get anywhere near, but they become a symbol of, of climate change. And so as a geoscientist, when I think about these changes and I think about it on the, on the scale of the geosciences, which sometimes is in millions of years, um, I really hope that by the time that the students are out of the course, even though obviously I can't teach them a lot about the science, that they'll at least have a good fundamental under understanding of what we actually know in the context of the Earth's history. Um, and I think that that's really where um, when I'm walking into the classroom or when we have a common learning experience where all the students are together, uh, we can really um, get into some of those more complex topics together. And, you know, obviously in, in a first year experience, a one semester class, like Ben said, we, you know, we can only teach the basics of science, but what is so important and so life-changing about this course, but really about every course that we teach at Trinity, it isn't as much the content as the skills that are taught. And so in this class, we actually give students skills to really go out and learn more for themselves. And so if they're very interested in this, they can move from sort of the beginning understanding of climate science to being able to read some of the actual research themselves or to read um, sort of high level interpretations for lay people, to read policy themselves, and to come to sort of um, an understanding of this topic, an in-depth understanding of their topic of this topic on their own because we've given them the tools to do that. Um, I think that's probably maybe even more important than, you know, some of the content that, that we teach. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. And probably at this point, we should tell our audience a little bit about the first year experience at Trinity and why it's a little bit different from probably what any, you know, Trinity alum has experienced. But I don't think there are many similar experiences that first year students have anywhere in the country. If you're a Trinity alum, then you probably took writing workshop in one semester and you took first year seminar in another semester. And uh, when we were in the process, the faculty was in the process of discussing how we would improve the overall experience and, and learning that, that students experience when they're at Trinity. Um, we looked at that and saw that there was a flaw in that in many cases, the writing workshop, it was really all about the writing and not as not really, it was separated from content. And, and if you were in the first year seminar, then in many cases, not all, it was all about the content and writing really wasn't a significant part of it. And, and the two go hand in hand together, ideally. And, you know, I taught writing workshop for, for quite a few years before we started this new curriculum. And like, it was a good class to teach, but it was very difficult to try to teach writing without content because I can teach students to write papers or I can teach them enough about a topic to write a thorough, well-considered, thoughtful paper. But I can't really do both on my own in a three credit class. And in this way, my students are taking learning in depth about a particular topic so that they can write an intelligent paper when I give them the writing tools in order to do that. And that's, the, I think, the beauty of, of having this six credit course where they're taught sort of simultaneously. Right. And I think that that's also something to point out is that all first year students take this in their fall semester. It's the first, every one of them is experiencing the same thing at the same time. And that prepares them so that even by the time they're moving into their second semester, they've had this deeper uh, experience in terms of uh, the writing and in terms of close reading and critical thinking. They have experience in that and they and they learn a little bit about academic writing, which I think is different from what most students have had coming into Trinity. I think so too. And I sort of like 
love that too is is what you bring up there's no lag right so like their second semester freshman year there's no like oh i haven't had writing yet i don't know how to do that they know they have the tools to succeed at trinity from the get-go and i think that's so important for for just making their whole year you know their whole four years here at trinity um more successful is because they know these things from from the very beginning but this class actually, because of its interdisciplinary nature, I think encourages a lot of out-of-the-box thinking so that you might be using an article from a peer-reviewed scientific journal in your paper that's about a novel. I mean, how cool is that, right? To, to be able to sort of take what you learn in different disciplines and apply them to something else that seems maybe very different, you know, that you could write about visual art using a scientific paper or maybe even use you know, something from a novel when you're thinking about science. I think, I think that's super, just really compelling, right? And, and just, just an amazing way to learn. And another thing that the interdisciplinary nature does that I'm really excited about. So like, you know, when we taught writing workshop, most of those writing workshop instructors were from the English department, which, you know, obviously I love the English department. Yay, go English. But, um, Right now, my students are learning also, you know, students in our courses and all these FYE courses are also learning how to write from scientists like Ben, from psychologists, from, you know, business professors, from people in the education department, the music department. We all write as part of our jobs. And so now our students are learning all these different ways of writing and different ways of communicating and seeing how writing isn't just limited to what we do in an English classroom, but that it's applicable pretty much to any field that they're going to get into, that they need to be able to communicate clearly and they need to be able to write and they need to be able to use evidence for their arguments. And and so it's really neat to see that modeled by these professors in these dis- different disciplines. Yeah. And that's something else um, I thought I'd point out about the first year experience and the way that it works. So we have six professors who are involved and we teach in pairs. And so over the course of a week, a given student would be working, uh, let's say for instance, that Kelly and I were uh, paired and they would see each of us twice during that week. And on the fifth day, uh, which is on Thursdays for us, uh, we have a common, <laughs> it sounds almost biblical. <laughs> it sounds biblical, it also sounds day, like we can't count. Like yeah. we actually know Friday's the fifth day, but anyway. <laughs> right, right. Thursday is our fifth day. Thursday is our fifth day. And we all get together. So we have three sections of students. So in each section, we'd have, let's say, 15 students. And so we have 45 students in the room. We have six professors. And we have usually two pair peer tutors for each section. And so we have a huge number of people who are engaged in this. And what's really exciting about those common learning experiences is that you have everybody in the room together from six disciplines. And so when we're discussing something, you will see people, you know, bring up art, you know, a specific artist who is doing some amazing work in Europe. And then a historian will come in and give the historical context for that artist's work. And potentially from that point, then um, somebody in English will talk about some of the literature that came out of the period, uh, that same historical period. And all of that can be brought back together and commonly related to some of the readings that the students have done. And I should point out, too, that the students, you know, do a lot of writing. And so they are writing poetry. Um, that is on a specific topic. Um, And in some cases, we have them do art. 
that that sometimes doesn't go well if neither one of the two <laughs> professors teaching that section is an artist, but we try. Uh, but I, I think it's important to point out that those common learning learning experiences are really, really powerful. Um, and I think that um, that's something that I've never experienced. I didn't experience it as a student. And uh, as an adult, I can't think of a time where I've had that many people, in prof- including the professors, engaged in, in a topic in that way. I think we should talk about that engagement as our professors, because as professors, like I think often we don't think of professors as sort of being really excited about the content that we teach. Like, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, oh, professors, they know all that stuff already. They're just sort of like, you know, not regurgitating, but, you know, communicating things that they learned many years ago. Right. But that's that's so not the case with most of the stuff we do at Trinity. But especially in these FYEs, like we're engaged, we're learning too. those that fifth day on Thursday is actually one of my favorite days of the week because I can go sit down and learn something new and have an intellectual discussion with some of the smartest people in my world, right, about these topics. And, you know, even even the other day we were meeting about, you know, our new FYE, our new, you know, reiteration of this course in the fall. And so I learned something from our historian about how um, sort of like the economic context and the technology available at a particular time can have these huge influences on just like sort of the the landscape right outside of a city right and he was talking about chicago and how much the land changes even just on like a what plants um grow and what cattle you know where where animals can can move and how you know now 100 years later you know after the rise of say the cattle the cattle business in chicago we look at that land and we think that you know undeveloped land is actually natural and no it's been significantly changed over the past 100 years so that it's actually even though there's no buildings there and there might be plants, it's, it's a very man-made landscape, you know? And, and so thinking about these things from a, a history perspective, a recent human history perspective, and then also having been over here talking about, you know, historical perspective from the, from the geological record, you know, millions of years of, of context, right? I mean, yeah, our faculty are so excited about these classes because in a sense, we're engaged students as well. And I think that really models um, sort of an intellectual excitement for our students that they also can see it is totally awesome to geek out over these things and about learning, you know, and, and, and you know, that it's, it's, it's cool to be excited about these things. At least I think they learn that. Maybe they look at Ben and me in the back getting all excited of like, maybe they really just think we are geeks, but anyway. <laughs> well, I think that's huge. I mean, showing that, you know, you, you can be an adult and still be excited about learning new things. Um, we have outside speakers come in during these common learning experiences. And for instance, last year, we had somebody from the UT Health Science Center come in and talk about uh, infectious disease. Very exciting. You know, everybody's excited about <laughs> infectious disease. Well, yeah, because you don't want to get sick. <laughs> you don't want to get sick. And and so he came in and he talked a little bit about how climate change uh, is having a measurable impact on susceptibility of different populations to um, insect-borne diseases, especially. And the, I learned a huge amount. And during that conversation that followed his presentation, students were asking some amazing questions. I mean, so this was new not only to the students, but it was new to many of us in the room. And so I think that that's something that's really excited, exciting to me, uh, just like Kelly was just saying, is that we really are learning from each other. And by showing the excitement, and because we're, we actually are excited, we're not just showing it, um, <laughs> we, we, I think, show students that this is something that you don't just walk into a classroom and turn it on and then walk out of the classroom and your learning is over. It's something that you build on 
over the course of your life. And, and you don't have many opportunities like this, I think, in your lifetime to, to really learn in a multidisciplinary way like this about one concept. Can you imagine how powerful it would be if all those students walk out into the real world comfortable with having these intellectual interdisciplinary conversations about life's most important topics and that, you know, they walk out still willing to learn and being open minded and actually going to a library and and finding original sources to really understand a topic. I mean, that has the potential for changing so much about um, our conversation in this country and so much about just the way we interact with each other as human beings, the way we make policy. I think, you know, we think of FYE as just sort of, you know, changing their experience at Trinity. But I mean, I really think it can change not only their lives, but just the lives of our communities and the communities our students end up living in after after Trinity. Something that's interesting is my dad is is he he's an academic. Um, and when I say an academic, he never taught on the college level, but he truly is. He he loves to learn and he loves to write. And uh, over the course of my life, he was a college principal. He taught middle school. He was a door-to-door salesman. But throughout all of it, he really dug in. And when he got interested about something, he dug in and he learned everything he possibly could about it. He would check out books in the library. And now that the web is here, oh <laughs> my goodness! Um, and so that's that's I think one of the one of the things that you know has really sort of inspired me was just seeing how he engaged. Um, and so I do think just just like Kelly really expounded on, I, I think that that is something that we hope our students continue long after they graduate from Trinity. Thank you for listening. Today's podcast was recorded and produced by Trinity University's KRTU radio station. Next month's podcast will include a conversation on Trinity icon and professor of English Colleen Grissom's favorite fiction. Dr. Grissom's former student, Naomi Shiab Nye, class of 74, who's a renowned poet and writer, will engage her in the conversation. New podcasts will be released on the first Tuesday of each month. For more information about today's episode or to suggest topics for future consideration, email us at alumni at trinity.edu. I'm Nathan Combs.